everybody to true story oh it's so nice to hear you say those words mike Doty. it's so nice to say them because it's been a while it has been a while it has it been is, a long time it's been a long fucking time we, yeah I, my point of view is i wanted to hide this yeah well you know what hiding things is no good it's no good living in the in the shadows yes you gotta you gotta bring some things out into the light especially when they're harmless things that uh, that the people should just know, we, and also also when they're things that we have explicitly said like a dozen and a half times in the previous yes. eight episodes, <laughs> so it's not like our listeners needed to be you know uh, Harriet the Spy to figure this out. No, we but, recorded uh, yeah. we recorded the bulk of the podcast. Well, actually, what am I saying? We recorded the entire podcast except this one mm-hmm. in 2015 at the very end of 2015 um yes. that is correct that is correct uh listeners you caught us and you caught us by just doing the <laughs> basic <laughs> level of third grade listening so just hearing us saying hey it's 2015 over and over again yes. yeah you caught us you caught us uh but now it's 2017 now we are recording in real time and in fact i'm going to prove it to you i'm going to be like one of those um weight oh loss God. pictures where it's yes. like somebody's holding a like a paper from today and so you know that like how much time has elapsed this is how i'm going to prove to you that we're recording in 2015 um uh hillary clinton is the president and when you wake up in the morning everything (laughs) is totally normal everything it's you wake up each day in a world that you totally recognize every single morning yes every day so if that doesn't if that doesn't prove where we are so how was um so yeah so we recorded it and then we and then we you know we thought okay we got to do something with it um 2016 proved to be a chaotic year for me personally um, oh, for you personally? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. There was there was a uh, a string of deaths oh, your, and your, your illnesses. Mom died that year. My dad actually. My dad. dad died, yeah. My dad and my dog and my pancreas. Oh, um, really? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I'm I was diabetic. Uh, I was I was diagnosed with type one diabetes in early uh, 2016 in my 40s, which is rare. Wow. But it does happen. Um, wow. Oh, and also uh, American democracy uh, fell to pieces. Got so it, yes. a lot of a lot of things happened uh, during the year. <laughs> if you if you hear some rustling around in the background, that is a new dog named Finbar, who is lovely. Junior, gone but never forgotten. Never forgotten. Uh, Charlie Holmes, gone, never ever forgotten. Um, and uh, you know, country, we're working on it. Yeah, uh, you know what I have to say. Um, one of the rueful lessons i took from the real world was when they went to the jerry brown rally oh yeah and everyone said just as they've said every goddamn year like it's so urgent the the country is going to shit it's so terrible it's so awful and now when in my opinion the world is pretty fucking terrible it's like i wish we had saved that energy I wish yeah. we had not said it over and over again because it would be a meaningful thing to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and in, in some quarters, I think we did retain some of that energy. But, and this is my, this is my sort of armchair diagnosis right. of the whole right. thing. I do think that that enthusiasm 
did remain, but it, it got splintered. And there was so much infighting within the progressive movement that it was like, well, you know, you're not ideologically pure. Well, you, you know, your side can't possibly win. And it was, it, things got a little too fragmented because I think we were cocky that things were going to turn out right. the way that we wanted. And so we could afford the time for the infighting, which now we I, know we can't. My impression has been that every four years, um, another group of young people think they're going to change the world and nothing happens. No incremental change happens. Mm-hmm. No exciting change happens. And they just go away. Yeah. And they, they're like, fuck politics. I don't want to do this anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, Jerry Brown didn't work. And then Dennis Kucinich didn't work. And then yeah. uh, Nader and then Bernie Sanders and Bernie Sanders, incidentally, I would be so happy to have his president. Mm-hmm. But, um, God, I can't believe we're fucking talking about this. I can't either. I can't either. I can't either. And I don't, I don't want to go too far uh, down this road, but, but this is yeah. kind of a special, this is a special little intermission, yes. little, uh, little breather in the middle of the real world season episode, just to, just to catch our breath, to catch yes. our listeners up to where we've been. And also just to think about what we've learned from the previous this, eight episodes. This is like the episode of Family Ties. Mm-hmm. Where there's a blackout, yes, and they all sit in the living room with flashlights mm-hmm. and talk about everything that's happened, and then they just flash back to clips. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah, it's a little bit like that. Yes. Yeah. Well, except we probably won't do clips. We no, no, no. It's going to be all. We're going to reenact our own podcast that's exactly correct that's exactly yes. what we're going to do it's real world theater i thought when you were saying that you that you were going to get to the uh the the family ties episode where occasionally the whole stage is blacked out and there's just a single spot on uh, on alex p keaton Whoa. because it's the one hour sort of dramedy one where his friend dies and he goes to therapy do you remember that one wow no i don't that's super yeah. meta Oh, it was super duper meta. And the thing, the joke that I remember from it was that like he tells his therapist that he he loves money so much that when somebody drops change, he knows exactly how much it is. Yeah. And then later in the episode, like somebody drops some change and he's like two quarters and three dimes. And the the audience, (laughs) the audience roars with laughter because it's a moment of relief. Callback. It's it's a callback and it's been a very tense episode. Uh, Alex P. Keaton confronts his uh, his mortality. Yeah. You don't you don't you don't do that in 22 minutes. No, you don't. No, and you, you take really your time. Didn't, you really didn't do it in 1983 on television. No, you for sure did not. Well, they did. They went there. They went there. Uh, so what uh, What have you learned from uh, the first eight episodes of season one of The Real World? Well, there's a few things that I always think about when I think of The Real World, now that we've rewatched and recapped them. The first yeah. is the phone. I mm-hmm. always think of their phone and the deal with... There being a ton of roommates and yeah. one phone, and you know everybody's handwriting, um, and there's this whole kind of internal seething drama of who's getting their messages. Mm-hmm. That that I have to say that is the thing I think of the most. That is, yeah, that is the world that we lived in until yeah. very recently. It's one. It's one of those things that you could never imagine it other than that. Like mm-hmm. the f- that um, e- the fact that like you don't even want to be on the phone anymore. Oh God, yeah, I can't remember like, the last conversation I had. I have a really, on the phone. I have a really good friend here in Memphis that our friendship is dying because he has some sort of uh, problem with looking at his phone. He has some sort of like eye problem. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. like, every time I text him, he calls me. And it yeah. really is like it's affecting our friendship. And it's so sad because I just look at the phone. And I'm like, I-, I should call Kwaku. I, I should call him well maybe yeah later. but you don't yeah you don't want to no. yeah it's a, it's affecting my relationship with my own mother actually because everybody in the world just texts and sends pictures and stuff right. and this is still somebody who wants to catch up over the phone which i like yes. to do but um but i first of all i get four minute messages from her because she'll call and get my voicemail and just talk until the machine cuts her off yes um and but then also it's like i i'm somewhere and i want to send a picture and i do and then it's a, then it's a 45 minute conversation on the phone to like tell her how to see the picture <laughs> and, and it's yes. like and, and you know and frequently you know I'll, I'll make her understand what's on her screen and and then it's like she's about to touch something and the screen goes black because the phone has gone to sleep and then you got to wake it back up and it's just right. it's a mess and then if she's somewhere and I want to see a picture then that's that's just not going to happen so yeah we we lived in a, in a very different very tense world in 1992 I don't think we understood how tense we were with the weight of having to carry each other's messages no. Well, I mean, I, cer- I certainly remember um, being mad at people for not giving me my messages in time. People uh-huh. that did not want to write it down. They wanted to tell you. Yeah. Which was very not. It was very. Uh, Don't you, do that. You weren't going to get your goddamn messages. No, not a single um, one. Not a single one. I remember one. passively, aggressively writing like girlfriend called. Mm-hmm. Instead of like, you know, Marie called or, yeah. you know, Marie called to ask about just be like girlfriend called. Well, that's you know. cold. Yeah, I was pretty that's cold. A, I, was, I was pretty mad. Yeah. Pretty mad. You're, he's a mean dude. Mike Doughty. Mean, mean man. All you know, terse. The, uh, the thing that sticks out to me the most, and especially, it seems especially timely right now, mm-hmm. uh, because again, we are, we are coming to you pretty much live. I mean, this is essentially a live broadcast right now. Um, yes, indeed. uh, you know, we are, we are in the aftermath of Charlottesville and, uh, and our, the, you know, our president has, has gone on television and said, you know, there, uh, you know, some people want to kill Jews and blacks and some people don't like that. And so, you know, there's two sides to that argument. And oh. and it's you know it's astonishing that we're that we're having these conversations out loud uh, right now and and it it really blows my mind looking back at how clear and and honest Kevin was just yes. clear uh, cl- like cool headed yes. um, and honest about something that. You know, I mean, I, whatever. I, I was much younger at the time. I was white. I am still white. You know, these were not ideas that were in my head at the time. Right. So it seemed, you know, it, it, it seemed visionary. It seemed, you know, first of all, it seemed wrong to me at the time. I, I didn't understand what he was talking about. Most of his right. uh, housemates and, and other like incidental players in the show, yes. including other African-American people, were a little bit like, eh, you know, let's not go that far. Right. But it's, you know, these are ideas that, that were that at the time anyway seemed um, seemed unusual and seemed revolutionary, and now, now it is what we're talking about. Now, you look at the events in the world, and you cannot deny, yeah, uh, Kevin's point that his life is seen by by government, by law enforcement, to have less value than Eric's and Julie's. I, it seemed overstated at yes. the time, but now it's just like, well, no, <laughs> no, I, no, yeah. you're right. On I want to make a T-shirt that says. Kevin was right. I will wear that T-shirt. Yeah, I will wear and that T-shirt. And I feel such shame for thinking like, God, that guy's a loudmouth. What uh-huh. a dick. Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I let's just, not be so dramatic. 
Yeah, there's a so I live in Memphis. There is a statue of Nathan Bedford Forrest, mm-hmm. founder of the Klan, mm-hmm. in Nathan Bedford Forrest Park. Uh, the only saving irony is that it's on Union Avenue. Uh huh. But um, it was put up in 1910. One of those statues that was put up around the uh, the release of Birth of a Nation. Uh-huh. Um, so it's got nothing to do with, um, you know, it, essentially it was uh, it, it was not directly after the Civil War. So it's hard to call it history. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I pass that fucking thing and think like, what? You're a teenage black kid. Yeah. And, you know, you're you're walking past that. What the fuck do you think? Also, the park, it has to be said, always empty. Uh-huh. No one's ever there. It's, uh-huh. Memphis is a 65% black city. Uh-huh. Um, what a horrible, horrible thing to inflict on people. And Memphis yeah. has, has voted to take it down, and the state government in Nashville has intervened to make sure it stays up. How is yes. that even possible? Well, they... Re- what would you say? Re, they they disinterred uh, the remains of Nathan Bedford Forrest and his wife, and they put it under the statue uh-huh. again in nineteen something. Right. Um, and the I think the law that they passed was like, I oh, can't move it if it's grave. It's grave. Can't move it. Oh well. Uh-huh. Sorry. We feel you, Memphis. Holy cow! Yeah. So what what happens? Do people just show up with a with a truck and a rope? This is what I'm hoping. I mean, yeah. like, I, I, uh, uh, it can't be me. I'm a white guy. I can't be the guy to, to pull it down. It's not my, uh, uh, it's not my fucking movement, you know? Yeah. Um, you can be part of the movement. Oh, right? indeed. Yeah. Indeed. But I, I can't be. Well, yeah, the thing we learned from the Durham, North Carolina thing is they're not really that hard to pull down. Yeah. Well, some are. <laughs> some are not. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, but you know, like I keep, um, the mayor of Memphis actually said on the radio, something along the lines of, eh, you know, the cops are really busy and you know, somebody's down at Nathan Bedford Forest Park. Something happens. You don't know. You know, maybe nothing will happen. Uh Essentially. He said that. So I am just waiting for people to get one of those hauling straps and a, you know, pair of work gloves to prevent rope burn mm-hmm. and pull it down. And just pull. It has been decriminalized. Apparently, it has been low key decriminalized. The removal uh, it, of this statue. It maybe. Appeared, I mean, after he said that, like that night, everyone was like, "Well, of course it's a crime, and of course we're gonna blah blah blah." But I, sure. it really, to me, does seem like um, the uh, you know, there's a general attitude of like. You know, yeah. we, whatever happens, happens, whatever happens, happens. Interesting. You know. Interesting. Um, to to lighten the mood just ever so slightly, I should tell you that a couple of times in 2016 also, I bumped into none other than Heather B. Yeah. Oh, yes, indeed. Yeah. You also bumped I was, into Norman, didn't you? I have bumped into Norman. Yeah. Last uh, last Pride, this past one, uh, 2017 Pride, ran into him just as the uh, the show was uh, about to go up. Uh, it was as though we summoned him. <laughs> um, I saw him at the Motherload, uh, and he is uh, he is a joy as always. Uh, Heather B. I was a guest on uh, on Sway in the Morning when my book came out. That was another wow. thing that happened in 2016. And uh, yeah, book came out. Thank you. The book came out in summer of 2016. She was on my. Uh, she was a stop on the media tour and she is just an absolute 
delight as always. Yes. Now, yes. now I did not tell her, and then I saw her a couple months ago. I, I do some stuff at Sirius, so when I'm in New York, I stop by the offices, and she's always there. Uh, last time I saw her, the, the the show was up and running. I did not mention it to her. I feel like that's a longer conversation than <laughs> than, uh, than we were prepared to have. Uh, but she is uh, she is she is doing great. She has uh, she's uh, in the mornings on uh, Shade Forty Five, and then she's on I believe the Heat. Um, is it, isn't it shady 45? No, it's just shade 45. It really is. It's shade 45. Fuck. I thought that Sway you... in the morning. Yeah. Nope. Shade 45. And uh and then she's got uh she's got the happy hour with Heather B on I, I believe it's the heat in the afternoon. She is wow. she's a, a great radio personality and I'm delighted to know her the little bit that I do. Well, she I mean, it, it, I think it would be uncontroversial to to tell her because we never said anything but just adoring yeah uh, um you know repetitions of the mm-hmm. weird things she said yeah. we we read out loud the, oh, the no. glossary of her slang yeah there's no, nothing no, no. like oh no like she's she's our favorite Yes. Oh, yeah, by a mile. By a I mean, mile. If I bumped into Andre, I'd be like, "Hey, man." Um, yeah. Sorry about the bip. Banjo. Sorry about the bip conversation we've been oh, having. Oh God. Uh, you know, somebody I know, a a woman I know who works at a uh, a winery up in, I believe, Sonoma. Uh, Andre stopped by the tasting room recently. Oh. Uh, yeah, like really recently, within the last month. So, so I got that. I got that little all points bulletin. Uh, apparently, he looks fantastic. Uh, all of I the women swooned. Yeah, I would imagine he's uh, he's probably yeah. cut the hair. I would imagine it's a little bit salt and pepper right now. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah I bet he's he's serving up some silver fox at the moment. Um, Eric is um, is uh, by all accounts in Hawaii drinking his urine and you know eating <laughs> eating raw vegan. Yeah. Uh, Julie, you know, Julie, we don't know. Kevin, we don't know. Uh, and then Owen, Becky, would... we don't really know. Yeah. Uh, Kevin, I think he, he's still someone in the public eye. I mean, he does some sort of advocacy. That's the uh-huh. last thing I read about him. Uh-huh. Of course he does. I mean, again, I just think about, uh, you know, not to take it off the, the, you know, the light we're talking about a television show thing, but just filled with shame about mm-hmm. how I felt about Kevin Powell in 1992. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he really, he read so strongly at that yeah. time, for that time, yeah. as angry black man. Yeah. But if you look back, unbelievably calm and reasonable yes. and right, like correct. So Absolutely right. correct in every way. In my, uh, in my defense, as I mentioned, my girlfriend did have a crush on him. Well, sure, that'll, that'll change everything. That'll change everything. And in my defense, I was 19 and I didn't have a second thought about anything at all. <laughs> yeah, yes. So I was a college sophomore white boy who never had to oh, think about God. anything. Um, so we're going to get back on the train. We're getting uh, we're going to get back to uh, to fresh episodes of The Real World, which, by the way, you can uh, watch on demand on most cable systems uh, and on direct TV. Um, just, you know, get get out your on demand. Uh, I'm telling the listener here. Okay. Uh, yeah. So if you want to keep I was up like, with us, I know this stuff, Dave. I don't know why. Of course. You're, yeah. Yeah. No. I'm, uh, this is. I'm doing some servicey stuff right now. Right. Um, yeah. Go and go to your on-demand page, or go to the uh, the website of uh, Directv or uh, Spectrum or Comcast or whatever it is that you have. Follow along with us. If you've just been listening and not watching along, go back. Listen again. <laughs> listen in particular to Kevin. Um, and so we're gonna we're gonna finish out this season from the present, from 2017. Indeed we are. And who knows how our the, perspective will change. Yes, indeed. 
Here is the other thing that is very necessary to mention, which is there is an existential threat to this podcast. And which what's is, that? We need more seasons of the real world. That's true. We need our our hope, our stated uh, intention was to go to Seattle second. We're not going to do mm-hmm. them in order. Yeah. Um, I believe you said something disparaging about Los Angeles, which we can have that argument later. But yeah, I mean, it's fine. But, you know, Aaron, Aaron and Dominic will get to you. Yes. You know what um, I mean? You're not enthusiastic. Neither are we. <laughs> oh, but they weren't. No, but I think Irene was about the least enthusiastic. The the cop. Oh yeah, she really was like, you know, just in a shitty mood. Didn't know why she was there. Didn't know mm-hmm. why they were, you know, pretending that John had a crush on her and she was interested. Yeah, it was, it yeah. Was very red lips. Yeah, yeah. It, just because season two gives this podcast its name doesn't mean that it's high on our list of priorities. Exactly. The um, the the Solkoffing greatest hits album is called Lust and Phase, which is a line from a song that is not on it. So I feel uh-huh. like I have a certain authority in doing this this kind of thing. That's okay. That's logically indefensible. But mm-hmm. okay. So um, if we. Don't get more seasons. Mm-hmm. What are, what the hell are we going to do? If you are out there, if you are a bootlegger of some kind, and yes, I'm saying this in public mm-hmm. with clearly some uh, factotum at Bunim Murray listening, mm-hmm. we will watch a pirated version. Of, we'd love it. Yeah. Yes. I mean, obviously, we'd love the real thing. If there's anybody from Bunim Murray or MTV listening who wants yes. to get us some... Uh, some uh, some DVDs, some uh, a, a, a link to a streaming site, whatever. We'll take it. Uh, we, we will almost definitely take a short break after season one and before we we recontinue with season two because we yes. are uh, we're looking. We're doing we're doing the uh, the detective work. We're yes. gonna we're gonna track down some video of Seattle. If, if so, if you, you got it, lay it on us. If you got it and you're involved with the situation we're here to enhance your brand mm-hmm. we're going to mm-hmm. enhance your enhance your brand like a motherfucker and we're going to enhance it yeah uh, <laughs> i'm going to enhance the shit out of everybody's you brand no that's right we're on twitter right at we're on twitter at true story true story we're on twitter at true story uh, at t-r-u-u-s-t-o-w-r-a-y if you have leads to video of the seattle season reveal yourself Yes, uh, we will keep your uh, identity as anonymous as you want us to. Yes. <laughs> okay. So that's it. That's where we're at. That's where we're at in August 2017. Yes, we are. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. We yeah. really appreciated the reaction to the podcast. Oh, my God. So much. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. We've loved hearing from you. Uh, keep uh, keep being in touch at True Story is how you uh, how you reach us. Uh, and we'll see you. Uh, we'll see you very soon. All right. See you later. Bye, babies.